0: Hello, this is Pastor Pete Beck III with Life.Net in Burlington, North Carolina. Welcome to today's podcast, which is the very first one for 2022. I'm uh, republishing one that I wrote a couple years ago, but I think it really is important. It's entitled, Faith in God's Sovereignty, The Gateway to Peace. The longer I live, the simpler some things become, even though much of life will never be completely understood this side of heaven. By his wise design, God has reserved many secret things for himself, which requires us to trust fully in him without always understanding the wise. This is the essence of faith. When suffering enters a person's life, It is only natural to wonder why, why me? Why now? Did I do something wrong? Is God still in control? Does he still love me? Did he abandon me? Can I really trust him? In the book of the Bible that bears his name, a man named Job asked these kinds of questions when God allowed his life to be racked with physical pain and the emotional suffering of losing his family and fortune, and even his good name. He and his friends believed that bad things did not happen to good people. If we keep the rules, we get blessed, right? After chapters that recount his struggle to understand why God allowed him to suffer and his anger against what he believed was God's injustice. Eventually, Job was granted what he asked for, an encounter with God. Face to face with his creator, he became speechless. All his arguments dissipated. These were the first words he spoke. I had heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eye sees you, therefore I despise myself and repent in dust and ashes. God never answered his questions or gave any sort of explanation for the suffering Job had endured. Instead, our Lord revealed to Job his absolute sovereignty and greatness, and that was enough to ignite his faith and give him peace. Faith in God's sovereignty is the gateway to peace. Why is it that faith in God's sovereign power and wisdom is the gateway to peace? I know a man who went through a terrible ordeal with his wife who had an advanced stage of cancer. Eventually, she was healed and delivered from that cancer. But in the middle of the crisis, his testimony is that God spoke to his heart saying, I know about this knowing that God knew, gave him peace, and revitalized his faith to believe for a healing. To the logical mind, this may not make sense, but faith's rationale is in the heart. We don't have to have all the answers. We simply need to know that God knows about our situation and has things under control. Faith in God's sovereignty means that we believe He ultimately controls everything and is working all things out for our good Romans eight twenty eight and for his glory. Second Thessalonians one eleven and twelve. This is the foundation of our peace. This, by the way, presupposes that he loves us. Presuppositions really matter. We all have them. So make sure yours are biblical and true. When we choose to worship God in the midst of tribulation and suffering, we glorify the Lord by acknowledging his loving sovereignty over our lives. We follow in the footsteps of those men of faith of old named Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. When they stood before King Nebuchadnezzar, he threatened them with a fiery death unless they bowed down to the idol of his own glory and sovereignty. But they refused. I read from Daniel 3:16 through 18. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to save us from it, and he will rescue us from your hand, O king. But even if he does not, we want you to know, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold that you have set up. Those who firmly believe in God's loving sovereignty over their lives will make seeking God's glory their top priority, whether it results in deliverance or death. When this faith is coupled with the knowledge that God's love for us is beyond comprehension, Our peace is unshakable. For clarity's sake, let me restate the above. First, if we determine to bring glory to God through our response to whatever life throws at us, then we don't have to have any particular outcome except that God be glorified. He can be glorified by delivering us from evil or by our going through suffering without wavering in faith. Either way, God and we win. as Philippians 1.20. If we add to our determination a confidence that God is sovereignly overseeing our affairs and is ultimately in control, it allows us to yield ourselves completely to his will. Nothing will happen to us that he does not allow. The devil cannot slip something in on us behind the Lord's back. Daniel 4, 34-35 Number three, if we also know that he loves us beyond comprehension, we understand that we have nothing to fear. Perfect love casts out all fear. Paul wrote that no test or trial can separate us from the love of God. Romans eight thirty seven through 39 And finally, none of the above should be interpreted to mean that we should passively accept attacks from the devil or do nothing to remedy our situation. Consigning ourselves to God's will includes doing everything reasonable as led by the Holy Spirit to fight against evil and to work for our deliverance. Now, I will give you a bit of wisdom when we desperately cling to the answer we want God to give us, it actually works against our peace. However, when we surrender ourselves to the sovereign God who loves us past comprehension and works all things for good in our lives, our peace is rock solid. As we stop demanding a certain answer from the Lord, our hearts can more easily hear what the Spirit is actually saying to us. When that happens, we can pray in line with God's will in a specific way, all the while remaining at peace. When we trust in God's loving sovereignty and hold on to the Bible's precious promises while letting go of the fear that he will not work things out as we want, we will have peace beyond comprehension. Okay, so how do we get started on our journey to peace? Here are some steps you and I can take. Number one, surrender to the Lord Jesus. This means we let go of all of our, quote, rights to direct our own lives and make demands from God. Whoever heard of a slave making demands? We learn to give God the reins and relax as he drives. Number two, worship God in all situations. We thank God, even for the most difficult, confusing, and challenging things in our lives. And we thank him, not because those things are good in themselves, but because we believe that he will work them for good in his loving sovereignty. Romans 8:28. Three, listen to the Spirit as we worship. This is anti-passivity, even though it does not seem like it. The Holy Spirit will give us insight as we worship. When this happens, we are to pray and act according to those specific instructions. Proclaim aloud what God tells you in your heart. Prophetic proclamation is a big part of the prayer of faith. It goes without saying that what what the Spirit tells us will always agree with God's written word in the Bible. We must put into practice what he tells us to do. Three, four, excuse me, hang on to God as we wait for the answer. Faith immediately receives what God promises and is willing to wait as long as it takes for the fulfillment. Biblical hope is the confident expectation that God will keep his promises no matter how long we have to wait. And five, enjoy God's peace. I close with Philippians 4, 4-7. through Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentle spirit be known to all men. The Lord is near. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. If you want to read more about how to survive and thrive in the midst of life's difficulties, you can purchase my book on the subject. It's entitled, Seeing God Smile When Life is Difficult. It's available on Amazon. God bless you in the coming new year and may God grant you lots of happy surprises. Bye now.